I'm Anson Arrows. I'm a sophomore catcher here at the University of Oregon, and I'm coming up on I Only Touch Greatness podcast. Great steaks, great staff. Head over to the John B. Pub. We got the best beers, steaks, chicken wings, nachos in town. Come see us at the John B. Pub. The John B. Pub, the best bar in town. Come sign up for our football pool. Say hey, St. You. The number one sports podcast in Vancouver with Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. Taking over the podcast scene I'm in born Vancouver, in Auburn, California. I believe if my stats are correct. Yes, uh, that's correct. Most childhood like for you growing up. 
Um, so I grew up uh, in the same house my whole life. Um, parents are happily married. You know, I have one sibling, younger sister named Lila Arrows, and we grew up great friends. Um, but growing up, you know, I kind of typical childhood. I uh, had great friends growing up. We uh, played a lot of sports together. So it was just super active childhood outside a lot, um, which I think kind of carried over to why almost everyone that I was friends with, like ended up pretty athletic. We just, we never didn't do stuff. So um, very active. Uh, my grandparents own a ranch in Auburn. So I grew up in the outdoors a lot, you know, around horses, cattle, all that. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, kind of the gist of it. Yeah, I found a stat about the uh, farm. I'm going to pull it out later. Well, uh, yeah. it'll be on my trivia thing. I think about, okay, I'll shoot it now. Uh, bull riding is in the family. Your uncle runs a, the the bull professional bull riding company. Right? Yes, he was one of the founders of the PBR. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I found that stat somewhere. Uh, yeah. Growing up, did you? What was your main sport other than say baseball that you wanted to play or pursue? Um. So I started kind of you know my first sport I ever played was soccer. I uh, kind of built the general athleticism got started playing baseball um and then kind of that age around you know 10 or 11 is when everyone wants to start playing football so i um, jumped in there with everyone else uh picked up a basketball as well so at one point i was playing all four sports uh soccer made its way out uh football didn't last too long and then i played baseball and basketball in high school okay and uh when did you know you wanted to take it serious and make it a career uh, it was about eighth grade or so, I'd say it really picked up. Um, I got in contact with a great baseball mind and person, uh, Adam Farb. Uh, I started working with him. Um, I joined a basically, not necessarily an event, but something he puts together called The League. Um, and he just really takes good talent in the area and tells them like, hey, like if you want to, be, to take it seriously, like this is what you got to do. And um, his help guided me a lot of the way and like really cemented that that was something I wanted to do, um, along with just my parents' support and everything else. Uh, I just love the game. Who's your biggest role model? I'd have to say my parents, uh, both of them. Uh, my dad is a big influence in my life. Uh, I grew up, he owns a bar in Auburn um, and being a bartender, his hours are not, uh, you know, your typical nine to five he works a lot later than everyone else um so i got to see him you know going to work when we were getting ready for bed and we'd wake up in the morning and he might he might be up might still be sleeping and uh so we just i saw him uh you know working hard when i didn't see anyone else working so that was a big uh thing in my life and influence as well as my mom just with him working so much she was around the house all the time and you know she influenced basically everything that i am Somebody's somebody's got to take you to all your sports. Yeah, right. Um, who's your favorite sports hero? Sports hero. Um, you know, it's a good one. Uh, there's a lot that has been going on. You know, just in the past my lifetime. You know, I've seen a lot of really cool stuff happen. Um, but personally, I'd probably just say like I'm a big fan of the Barry Bonds. You know, I'm a big fan of his. Obviously, I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, 
sure he like cheated you know you can make the argument and i won't argue against you but i also think he's one of the best hitters to ever play baseball uh or the best and so i can't not support that yeah i actually i wanted to uh ask that later on in the thing what you thought on it with Darren judge and all that happening right now yeah um, we, don't, we don't we don't we don't have to we'd rather keep it about you if you want oh i mean I'd, why not talk about it you know it's baseball um I think what Judge is doing is awesome. I think 62 is a absolute milestone, and it's very impressive. Uh, but I also think a single season record should stand, regardless of the thought. You know, you're not taking away the most home runs of all time. You, know, you shouldn't take away the single season either. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what made you like being the catcher? Um. I just kind of started picking it up, I guess. Uh, I played shortstop and pitched a lot when I was younger. Um, and then as I got closer to high school, started catching a lot more and realized, A, that I was pretty decent at it and that um, I just kind of enjoyed, like, how much action there is involved. Obviously, there's, like, the mental side of the game. You're working a relationship with a pitcher. You're maintaining a relationship with the umpire. Um, you know, you've got to be locked in every pitch. So there's basically everything about it that I really enjoy. Um, as well as just the basic skill sets of catching, throwing, blocking. You know, I enjoy all of it. Yeah, that's for sure. That's the same position I played because it was much like a goalie in, like, hockey. For right, playoff. yeah. So I always like to play back catcher as well. The um, <clears throat> What was your other favorite position that you got to play other than catcher, say, recently? Um, so the last time I played it, any position other than catching would have been high school. And I played a little bit of middle infield uh, my senior year. I think one or two games, really. I caught just about all the other ones. Um, but, yeah, I like playing up the middle a lot, you know, whether it's middle infield or extended out to center field if I could. I'm not that fast anymore compared to the guys that we're playing with. So you can probably cross that one off the list. But, uh, you know, I like working up the middle. If I could, I'd love to play shortstop. Uh but, I mean, everyone's so dang good at it now that it'd be hard to keep up at multiple spots like that. Uh, but then again, why not give it a shot? And, you know, if I were to be thrown there, I'd, I'd love to do it. If you were having a dream dinner party, you can invite three famous people that are alive. Who do you want to bring to your party? Oh, that's a good question. I'd have to think about that one. For instance, then I go with Tupac. Okay. And then Seth Rogen to be my comedian. Yeah. And then for a little bit of eye candy, maybe Shakira. Shakira's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the I like the reasons for each of those. Gotta have somebody funny. Um Seth Rogen's a great one for that. I like his comedy a lot. Um I'd probably have to stick with some athlete, you know, why not? Like a guy like Tom Brady couldn't imagine eating dinner with that guy and hearing what he's got to say. Um, but yeah, that's basically the two I can think of now that you mentioned okay. the comedian. That's funny. That's a good question. I'll think about that more. Yeah, the I I think it would be pretty funny to sit down and have dinner with Seth Rogen. That'd be sure. Super Bad's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. So. Yeah. What's your jersey number, and do you have a nickname? Um, so I, I wear number 77, uh, I've worn 77 since I was nine years old. Um, it's kind of become like a family thing and 
back home, a lot of my friends would refer to me or like know me as that number. Um, so it's not necessarily a nickname, but like some close families, uh, close friends would call me sevens just because of baseball and playing together. Um, growing up, all my dad's friends called me cap gun because they called him pistol Pete. Okay. Uh, so I was a little pistol, um, kind of stuck with that one here and there whenever I like, if I'm writing something down that I need a nickname, that's usually the go-to cap gun. Uh, but yeah, 77 is a very important number in my life. Me and my dad got it tattooed on our arms in Roman numerals. Uh, and it's just, we love it. And, uh, we always say this for like the football prospects and stuff. The, the teams, do they do like, uh, rookie initiation or anything where you have to do like a karaoke song in front of the team and no. they do what's what song do you sing okay um we we personally do not um you know we there's it's pretty dangerous to get too far into initiations uh anywhere now yeah now nowadays right um but no we like i mean we like to have fun you know it's never forceful by any means but there's always a good time to do some karaoke on a bus you know long bus rides home we're playing all the bus games uh whether it's just locker room fun anything like that um if i'm going karaoke it'd probably be rapper's delight by sugar hill gang oh yeah of course that was a song my dad introduced me to when i was really young and i learned the words very quickly well, your dad sounds like he's got good music. Yeah. Good you know, owns, a bar, owns a bar for over 25 years. Yeah, right. Hears it all. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. Do uh, you have a favorite Gatorade color? Uh, probably Cool Blue. Okay. Uh, so 2020, you perfect game national showcase. What did it feel like to be in that? It was very cool. I'd never done a perfect game event up until then. Um I reached out to Adam Farb and said, Hey, how can I get into this? And, uh, you know, just ended up there really, really blessed to be there. Um, and then performed well, uh, went out there, good group of guys, you know, a lot of big names, a lot of familiar faces as well, which was nice to like, you know, have guys that I know there. Um, and then just, you know, just tried to relax as much as I could big stage, just can't stress. So it was, a uh, it was a really cool experience to, you know, be in that kind of venue with those, that type of talent um, and be able to perform. Do you collect anything? There's not much. No, I don't. I haven't gotten too far into cards and whatnot. Um, there's a few memorabilia? things. Yeah, there's a couple pieces of memorabilia where, like, if I see something really cool, I'll have to grab. Um, but it's not to the extent of, like, I collect one thing. It's more just, like, what catches my eye and I think is something I need. If you were an animal, what would you be? Oh, that's a good question too. They're going to get, they're going to get fun going on here. Yeah. No, there's a, these are things that make you think a little bit. Um, I like the idea of flying and being like something along the line of a bird. Um, so like a red tail hawk, I think would be cool. You could go Ameri like bald eagle. You can go all the way that, but I think that's a little too far. So I'm, I'd go like a hawk. Okay. I always go with a dolphin because I look like a dolphin because I got no hair and a nose. Yeah. That's funny. Good yeah. Stuff. The, uh, back to 2022, uh, you were injured for the season. 
it limited you. Uh, how are you looking to bounce back? So I medically redshirted last spring, um, right before week number one against USD. Uh, I had been battling arm issues all through the fall, you know, beginning of spring, and I was trying to push through it, trying to push through it. And finally, uh, they shut me down right before that weekend and said no throwing for 12 weeks uh, because I had stress fractures in my elbow. It took three MRIs to figure that out, but eventually we found them basically. And that was the source of the pain. Um, so I shut down for the majority of the season uh, and was ramping up basically to prepare to play summer ball uh, where I was planning to play in Eastern Tennessee with the Johnson city Doughboys uh, in the Appalachian league. And I get out there on a Monday, go to catch a bullpen and tore my meniscus the first day I was in summer ball. So played one game on the torn meniscus before I knew it was torn. Um, and then flew home, got the surgery done. And now as of yesterday, I'm 16 weeks post-operation. Oh, is it going good? It's going well. Yes. Okay. So I'm cleared, I'm cleared to start squatting, uh, back all the way down to max depth soon and, um, working my way back into catching, but I've been hitting well this, this fall. Um, you know, it's kind of, been not necessarily obviously i don't want to say it was good for me but in a way it was you know one of those blessings in disguise that you know you learn so much from different experiences and it get i i like to hope that it gives me an edge that you know not a lot of other people have dealt with back-to-back -back injuries before so hopefully hope, just hoping to make the most of it for sure and i'm sure you had other offers and stuff but what made you choose oregon it's kind of the one chance in your life you get to choose to go to a team yeah, no, it was a, it was definitely a new idea uh, being like that we got to make a choice, like you said, um, and me and my family had decided to take it as slow as possible uh, and really enjoy the process. You know, it's one of those things that not a lot of people do and you get to only do once, really. Um, so it really picked up right after my sophomore year, started getting some phone calls, started getting some offers and uh, narrowed my choices down and decided that I wanted to take some official visits um, and took my first visit to Oregon where I had the time, like it was amazing, uh, saw a football game, you know, saw all the cool stuff and had great conversations with the right people. Um, and by the time I got home, I was telling my parents like, man, not like, I don't know if I need to go on any other visits. Like that was, that was really cool. And sure enough, later that week, called coach martyr and committed right away yeah it's a great school we all love doing all the football players on the team we've interviewed a few i mean even one we'll mention later the uh so we made your ducks debut february 19th 2022 and what was those feelings going through your mind then and was there any like butterflies yeah it was a uh, it was really cool uh again it was right after they told me basically that or that was, I guess, right before they had shut me down that weekend. So I had known that I wasn't catching uh, because my arm was in pretty bad pain. Uh, but they brought me along to hit um, and threw me in for a pinch hit uh, later in a game. And it was just, you know, obviously a sudden rush of like all the excitement, you know, is this is finally real, all that, along with the nervousness of, you know, your first college at bat. And, um, I, it took me a, it, it definitely took a pitch or a first pitch to be like, okay, now like this is just a 
you know, playing baseball. Yeah, it took, really it took a second for me to set in. Uh, and the bat didn't go the way I wanted and ended up striking out. But um, definitely a very cool experience that I'm extremely excited to get back to. Are you a chew guy or a spitz guy? Uh, I do not chew. I love sunflower seeds. Um, but even more than that, bubble gum. Yeah. Uh, being out last year, you know, I watched, you know, over 55 games and sat on the bench with two to three pieces of bubble gum in my mouth all nine innings. And what's your go-to spitz flavor? Uh, probably cracked pepper. That was another one that just – uh, good ones. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, that's for sure. A switch hitter. I also was a switch hitter growing up. The uh, 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 baseball. Uh, which side do you prefer? Uh, naturally, I hit right-handed up until I was about thirteen, and um, started picking up the left-handed swing. And by now, uh, I like to say that I'm equally as comfortable from each side. Uh, you know, some days the right-handed swing feels better. Some days the left-handed swing feels better. So, you know, it's just trying to get the most out of both. You got any hidden talents besides that? I'd like to say I do, but I mean, I've grown up just kind of doing a lot of stuff. There's nothing that I've really been like necessarily a hidden talent for, I wouldn't yeah. say. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff that I like to do that I'd like to say I'm good at. Um, but not nothing where it's just like would, you no, know. No, no juggling. Juggling, well, like I, like one of those things, like bull riding. I can, I can juggle. I can swing a rope. You know, I can do. I can fish well. I, you know, I can play a little golf. All those things, but nothing where it's just like I'm really good at this. Okay. The um. Okay. Did you know one of our past guests, Spencer Webb? Not. Uh, not as well as I wish I did. Um. So being from similar area he was a sacramento guy went to christian brothers um i have some friends my dad is a christian brothers alumni uh friends that went to christian brothers and were, were like you know close to being teammates of his or were in high school at the same time um when i committed one of my better friends brian garrett immediately started talking to me about the guy how oh you're gonna be like like when you get to school you gotta meet this guy you know such a awesome dude great dude um all the while he's playing awesome football, you know, one of the top tight ends in the country. Yeah, he was. So when I got here, he was one of those guys that I just really always was happy to see walking around. I never got to talk to him one-on-one -on -one more so than just like say what's up walking by. You know, we we all share one athletic training room. So I saw him getting, you know, his hamstrings rubbed out or anything that he's, you know, playing football always banged up a little bit. But um yeah, I got to talk to him once or twice in there, but never got to, you know, really meet the guy. And uh, kind of regret that one. Wish I wish I got to know him more. Yeah, that's a shitty situation what happened there. But yeah, great guy when we had him on the show. We had actually all three tight ends on together. Very cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. I got to go back and watch that one. That's got to be. Yeah, so good. good. Okay, we're going to hit you with some fun questions here. Sounds good. Hey. Uh, favorite sports franchise doesn't have to be baseball doesn't have to be baseball Ooh. Sports. I'd probably stick I'm, I'd have to stick baseball and just go Giants you know, okay. Bay, Area, Bay Area loyal 
go-to breakfast? Go-to breakfast. I'm a big traditional, just bacon, eggs, and pancakes. Big fan. Your favorite Halloween costume? I've actually worn the same banana costume for the last six years and probably will continue doing so. Might as well. Yeah, keep, wear, keep wearing it out, oh, right? Right. Uh, do you have a favorite Disney princess? Favorite Disney princess? Uh, does Moana count? Yeah, Moana counts. Sure it does. Yeah. Sure it does. Uh, favorite actor or actress? Favorite actor or actress would be Will Ferrell. Okay. Uh, would you rather go to the deep sea or outer space? Outer space. Uh, spring, summer, fall, or winter? Uh, love summer, but I think I'm gonna have to go to spring. Okay. No, coffee or tea? Uh, I've recently started drinking coffee a lot more, and I I'm, I like it a lot. Okay. If you had to eat pancakes or waffles for the rest of your life, where would you want to go? Or I mean, which what would it be? I'd have, I'd have to go pancakes. Okay. Got stuck reading the next question. Uh, if you were in a time machine, where what era would you want to go to? Think I'd have to go to the seventies. You know, I was hearing hear so many good things about that time. Wish wish I was around to live it. Yeah, that's a good one. We don't really hear much of that one. Um, early bird or night owl? Definitely early bird, uh, especially with the schedule that we've got going now. That's good. I'm a, I'm an early bird as well. The uh, Friends or Seinfeld? Friends. Okay. Comedy or drama movies? Comedy. All the time. If you had a superpower, what would it be? I, I think I'm going to have to go back to the animal question and say that I'd like to fly. Okay. I always want it to be my... Uh, I'd love to read the mind of the girl that I was on a date with before she got up to leave. Yeah, mind, mind reading would be way too powerful. Yeah, exactly. I would, I, maybe I wouldn't be able to uh, be single. Uh, if you were flavor, what flavor would you be? Uh, that's a good question. Probably, I don't know. That's a, yeah, I don't know. Not too always, sweet, but yeah. I always go with mint because I'm mint. Mint's a good one. Yeah. Let's see. You know what a Canadian tuxedo is? I've heard the the term. I do not know what it means. It's denim on denim, so it's like right. denim, je denim jeans, yeah. denim jacket. I knew I'd heard it before. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Halloween or 4th of July? Halloween is my birthday, so I'm going to go Halloween. Oh, that's sweet. I yeah. love Halloween. The, uh, so, okay, so back to a couple of serious ones here. Uh, what do you look for in a good coach? Look for in a good coach. Um, definitely a few words come to mind right away. Uh, transparency, accountability, um, and just, you know, all the right intentions, obviously. Um, wouldn't be doing it. Probably wouldn't be coaching if you didn't have the right intentions. Uh, so you can check that one off the list. But, you know, transparency is huge. Uh, you know, you get what you get. He's not you know, trying to play mind games. He's just very straightforward. Uh, we're very lucky to have a coaching staff that is very straightforward and they know, they let you know what they're thinking. Uh, they're very smart. Um, and accountability is a big one that we've been focusing on a lot this fall. 
uh, of just, you know, holding each other to the highest standard possible. You know, how you do anything is how you do everything. And uh, I think a coach is where that starts. That's for sure. How important is what people post on social media? Could you repeat that again? How important is the stuff that people promote and post on social media? Uh, it's definitely getting more and more important. Um, you know, I've never, I'm not a huge social media, you know, uh, presence, uh, especially in today's college athlete world. Uh, there's definitely some guys that are taking advantage of it and doing really well. Um, and it seems like the more they post, the better they do. Uh, and as long as they're posting the right stuff, it can't hurt them. Uh, so definitely there's, there's two sides to it. You know, you can post a lot and it can be bad and it can all go downhill from there, or, you know, you can really get a lot out of it. That's for sure. One of our great football people we've interviewed, they told us that they don't post anything that their grandma wouldn't like. Yeah, I mean, that's the typical rule of thumb for uh, what they're telling us to do. You know, post a lot, but you got to be careful. Yeah, that's for sure. What are your goals for the next five years? Uh, the goals for the next five years, um, I could go down, you know, the all the big things you want to accomplish. You know, we want to win a national championship. Uh, I'd love to be an All-American, and I'd love to be a, you know, top two-round draft pick. Um, and I basically – if those are the goals, I've got to figure out a day-to-day -day basis to make that happen. Would you know any other catchers probably that are the top ones in the country? Like I interviewed a guy named Carter Jensen. From right. Yeah. So we were, I think we went to the PBR Super 60 together. Okay. Actually, with Carter Jensen, either that or PG National, which might have been what it was. Um Northern California has had a lot of talent the past few years uh, in the catching world. Um, we had Daniel Susak and Tyler Soderstrom. Um, Soderstrom was a 2020 draft pick uh, for the A's. And Daniel Susak went to Arizona that same year, played for two years, and just got drafted by the A's this last year, uh, which is funny because they were the NorCal competition, and now they're both playing for the same organization. Um and both of them are doing well. Uh, another NorCal guy that I can think of would be Malcolm Moore, who's going to be a freshman, freshman at Stanford now. Sorry. Uh, just finished a great high school year, and uh, I'm excited to compete with them. It's going to be a fun battle in the Pac-12 this year, and I haven't seen him play in a long time, but I'm sure he's doing well. That's good. The um, I want to thank you for giving me the time to interview you and get stuff. I hope you had fun. Yeah, that's awesome. You, I mean, thank you for having me on and this opportunity to kind of talk about stuff. Uh, yeah, you guys run a good show here. I like, I like the questions you ask and had a good time.